It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke and Cameron Parker, your daily Broncos podcast. It is Wednesday, September 4th, and we have a very special episode in store for all of you today as the Broncos report back to practice at the UCL Training Center in Inglewood, Colorado. And it is crossover Wednesday all across the Locked On NFL Network, which means that we're going to be breaking down the Broncos Raiders Monday night football matchup with your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders podcast, all on today's episode of the show. With that said, I'm your host, Cody Rourke, NFL analyst and Broncos insider for the Locked On NFL Network. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. And I also want to remind you guys with the opening week of the NFL, we're brought to you by Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. They're also better than whatever you're wearing right now. So go to MacWeldon.com and use promo code Locked On to get you 20% off today. But with that said, let's dive into our Locked On Broncos lead story of the day. I'm Cody Rourke. Now, the Broncos report back to practice today at the UCL Training Center in Inglewood, Colorado, as they go through this little formula of having a day of practice, having a day off, having a day of practice, having a day off. And Vic Fangio believes one of the biggest reasons to factor into his decision of making this the new routine for the Broncos is it gives guys preparation and reduces a little bit of burnout because, look, it's a long season. You have 17 weeks of grind and grueling effort, and you're going to be banged up. After week one, you're not going to be 100%. So Vic Fangio Angel and the coaching staff, obviously going through effect, effective practices. I'd say that's the biggest thing for them, making sure the practices are efficient in between having these days off. They're giving guys time to get back in the playbooks, watch film, obviously give some recovery to their bodies. Because like I said, after this week, it is it is a grind. It is a battle, and you are constantly fighting to stay in the health zone. I mean, you're never going to be 100%, like I mentioned, but you're trying to stay healthy. You're trying to recover quickly from, you know, banged up bruises. You got all this stuff. You're sore, but you're an NFL athlete. The grind never stops. And so the Broncos have a lot of work to do before taking on the Raiders on Monday Night Football. So they're back at practice today. Can we expect to see Todd Davis participate in some of the team drills? Whether or not he's limited or not, that's going to be the big question. As of right now, from what I've been told, he's still going to be a little bit limited. The Broncos are going to be cautious in his approach, but I feel like today is 
is the biggest day for Todd Davis to get back on the football field. As I mentioned on Monday, he went through stretching with the team and he worked off on the side with the trainers. There is some optimism that he could step back out there on the field today as he recovers from a calf strain. Now, if he can't go, you can look at Josie Jewell, Alexander Johnson, and new pickup Corey Nelson at inside backer to get a lot of reps. Corey Nelson obviously coming in this week. The signing for him was official on Monday. He's going through the playbook. He's studying, and we can hear from him a little bit later this week here on the show. But one of the biggest things, too, with Corey Nelson is where are they going to plug him in? Now, the Broncos view him as that versatile piece that could be used in coverage situations because he is a very athletic inside linebacker. There were a lot of high hopes for him that he would maybe re-sign in Denver after his contract was uh, up initially in Denver. There was some hope that they were going to re-sign him, but he ended up being a free agent, testing the market, went to the Philadelphia Eagles, and it didn't work out there after one year. He ended up with Tampa Bay. He was released by them, and now he's back in Denver. I spoke with Corey Nelson, who mentions it as a dream come true. He says, really, it's like he's never left. He's very excited to get into the playbook and study the plays and obviously find himself in position to be successful with the Broncos here in 2019. So look for him to step up. Alexander Johnson did a pretty good job. Very physical, very aggressive linebacker. Now, I think that he's the type of guy you want to send in on stunts when it comes to that offensive line against the Raiders. You want to send pressure in the interior middle, the A gap and the B gap at Derek Carr because it is a quick passing offense, which you guys are going to hear about from your boy Q of Lockdown Raiders a little bit later on as the show progresses. But these are the storylines for today's practice. Evidently, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders full go. He's ready to go for that Monday matchup as well. So looking at practice, one of the things I want to kind of take away is what are the Broncos kind of scheming to do? Now, obviously, we can't tell you about formations. We can't tell you about any of their game plans. But I think the thing that we can analyze is how is the secondary going to work this week? You know, you got a tough coverage matchup against Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, even Hunter Renfro out of Clemson, a perfect fit for the John Gruden style of offense. You're going to see a lot of those guys, and Tyrell Williams expected to be a big target for Derek Carr and the Raiders on third down. So who are you going to match up against who? Ideally, in my situation, in my head, if I was the coach, I would match up Chris Harris Jr. to Antonio Brown's side wherever he goes. Now, if he goes in the slot, you know, you can play him in the slot, but you got Bryce Callahan as well. You have Devontae Bosby, Isaac Adam, other guys at cornerback three and cornerback four that can step in. And ideally, I think we're going to see Kareem Jackson play over the top as a safety wherever Antonio Brown is because of his speed. We see in some of the highlights that he's posted, he's running those double moves that post corner post, or, you know, he's trying to find ways to get open across the middle of the field. Or to the outside. So if you play aggressive press coverage underneath with the safety over the top, and I think Chris Harris Jr. is the right guy that can do that against Antonio Brown. I don't think they're going to be motioning Antonio Brown all the way across formations quite a bit. I think you're going to see him lined up tight towards the line of scrimmage, and, you know, twins and a stack. Um, I think you're going to see him on the outside in one-on-one situations, and, and you got to have your best cover guy on him. Now, I know the Broncos play a lot of zone defense now, with Vic Fangio's system, but for certain matchups, they will definitely look at going man-to-man coverage, which isn't a bad thing. So for the Broncos, how are you going to attack this game plan with Antonio Brown? Well, I think the, the number one thing is you have to play press aggressive coverage underneath and you have to have safety help over the top because he is a blazing fast type guy Hunter Renfro a possession type receiver that will get across the middle of the field you want to isolate him in some matchups against some smaller nickel guys he's the definite type of guy that I think Derek Carr is going to rely a lot on in the Monday night football matchup but you have to send pressure in order to get pressure on Derek Carr 
to give your pass rushers, Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, time to get there, you have to play aggressive coverage underneath. So I think that's going to be part of the game plan of what we see with the Broncos heading into this matchup Monday Night Football. And we're actually going to preview this matchup with the Raiders here in just a moment with your boy Q of Locked On Raiders. But I also got to remind you that if it's a long day at work, I have a lot of those and it sucks quite often. But if you're still stuck at the office, you can open the DoorDash app today and you can choose what you want to eat and your food will be delivered to you wherever you're at. So right now, listeners of Locked On Broncos can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and you enter promo code locked on at checkout. But before we get into our next segment, I got to tell you guys about the sponsor of today's show, our good friends over there at DraftKings. And it's time to celebrate. We're all excited. Football is back and DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy football, has a huge week one contest just for you. And the first one starts this Thursday when the Bears and the Packers kick off in a, in a single game showdown for $2.5 million. That's going to be the price frame that's up for grabs a total. So you get to draft your single game showdown lineup and you get to feel the sweat and feel the heat like never before. It's very, very simple. You just draft six players from the season opener. You stay under the salary cap. You see how your team's going to stack up against the competition. And plus new users who sign up today on DraftKings, they can use promo code locked on to receive a free shot at the $1 million top prize. Nothing makes you sweat more like playing a game where you have a shot at winning a million dollar payday. That is huge for me. I know I'm already sweating just thinking about it as I'm getting ready to enter into that matchup as well. So you can get it on the season opener action. You can download the DraftKings app now and use promo code Locked On for a limited time. Both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. And new users, you do not want to miss this extra special week one bonus. Enter promo code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On, to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's promo code Locked on only at DraftKings, where you can make it rain. A minimum $5 deposit is required. A deposit bonus requires a 25-time playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. It is Wednesday, so you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. It is a crossover Wednesday segment here on the Lockdown NFL Network, and it just so happens to be the marquee matchup of the week of week one around the NFL. It is the Denver Broncos at the Oakland Raiders at Oakland Coliseum, and you know we had to do a big with your boy Q, host of Lockdown Raiders. Q, how you doing, my man? I am excited. I'm fired up. I'm so happy that it's football season again, and we made it through the offseason. We're looking good, and it's time to rock and roll, man. And no more preseason, no more training camp, no more of that stuff. It's all about actual real football on the field, so let's go. No more hard knocks, too. I know that was a fun thing to watch. Hard knocks gave uh, everybody around the NFL community a little bit of an insight what's going on with John Gruden. And I tell you what, even if you're a Broncos fan, how can you not like a guy like John Gruden? John Gruden, I tell you what, that's my guy. You know, Spider 2 wide Banana is my favorite play call <laughs> in the world. And uh, hopefully he just can't execute it against the Broncos on Monday night. But with that said, we're going to analyze here in this segment the Broncos offense and the Raiders offense, what we can expect to see from both sides of the ball in terms of these teams. So, Q, I'm going to start things off by getting things going with the Oakland side of things. When you look at Derek Carr, this Raiders offense, Antonio Brown back in the fold despite an offseason of drama, according to ESPN headline news. 
But the Raiders seem ready to go for this Monday night football matchup with Derek Carr, Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams. They're, they're locked and loaded. Yeah, no, they really are. And I'm very excited to see the product out on the field. I mean, didn't really get a glimpse of it at all during training camp and preseason, as nobody did. But Antonio Brown, just knowing that he's a top three receiver in the league and knowing that Derek Carr has never had a weapon around him like that, that's exciting. But I really think it's just he's the, he's the key to the offense, but there's so many other pieces around Derek Carr now that are real legit weapons. If you look at the history of him being in the league, he's never had the weapons that he has now. He has Antonio Brown. He has Tyrell Williams. Those are just two wide receivers. You bring in this rookie Hunter Renfro from Clemson who was just all money at, at Clemson. I mean, he was that guy who he's catching everything. It doesn't matter that he's not the most, most athletic looking dude. He's not the guy who's going to take the top off the defense, but he's a guy that's going to catch everything that comes his way. So that's another reliable set of hands. Derek Carr always has guys that drops the ball well the one thing that that is not going to happen in 2019 in my opinion Antonio Brown's not dropping passes Hunter Renfro's not dropping passes and Tyrell Williams is going to be able to stretch the field I mean he's going to just be a guy that's going to get a lot of one-on-one coverage because everyone's going to shade towards AB and that's going to give Tyrell Williams a lot of opportunities so just from the wide receivers right there that's already an improvement. But then you add a Josh Jacobs, who is a running back out of Alabama. I was very excited about the Raiders drafting him and the fact that he didn't have a lot of tread on his tires coming out of Alabama. And you know, you've been watching football long enough. Most guys coming out of Alabama has been running the rock every single year, all day long, all game long. I mean, they have nothing but carries on their on their tires. And Josh Jacobs is not that guy. He's very shifty. He could be on the field for three downs if he has to. He can catch the ball in the backfield. Uh, obviously, he can run between the tackles. He blocks. I mean, he's a, he's a he's a dude. And that's a guy I'm very, very excited about. I think he's going to really help out with this John Gruden West Coast style offense. You know, it's not the offense that's going to go down the field all day long. It's going to be a lot of quick passes, a lot of yak yards, you know, the yards after the catch. And I think that Josh Jacobs is going to provide that. Obviously, Antonio Brown, once he gets his hands on the ball, anything is possible. And like I said, Tyrell Williams, he'll be that guy that stretches the field. Hunter Renfro will move some chains. And I think that the, the weapons around Carr are something that he's never seen, and that's going to give him confidence. The offensive line has improved, so it should be a lot better. Again, that should be. They're going to have to go out there and execute against a very good Bronco defense to start things off, but with all those weapons, that they, they should be in a good position to go out there and make that happen. Well, I think when you look at the matchup between Denver and Oakland last year, I mean, Derek Carr had a career kind of year against the Broncos, nearly 80% completion percentage. And, and there was a game, it was the first game week two of last season where Derek Carr literally went 23 of 25 passing. I mean, it was frustrating to watch from a guy who loves defense, a guy who loves coverage as a defensive back guy. I was frustrated. And, you know, when I looked at the preseason and I watched each of the quarterbacks in the preseason for the Raiders, it's the same concept. It's getting the ball out of your hands quickly to a spot. Now, granted, you had John Gruden calling Mike Glennon a bunch of names. And he's got to get out of his comfort zone a little bit. But with Derek Carr, he's a guy that has a lot of confidence. And, you know, we didn't see much of him in the preseason, and rightfully so. You don't want to put a guy out there that, you know, is the focus of your franchise. But, you know, Hunter Renfro is the perfect type of guy for a John Gruden-style offense. You mentioned Tyrell Williams. I envision him being a big third-down threat uh, that the Raiders tend to go to because, as you mentioned, what we're going to see from the Broncos in this matchup here, Q, on the defensive side of the ball when it comes to going against the Raiders' offense, you have Von Miller, you have Bradley Chubb on the edge, and you have Shelby Harris on the interior in that 3-4 style defense. You have Kareem Jackson, that strong safety. More than likely, you're going to see Kareem Jackson over the top of wherever Antonio Brown is. Now, you can expect Chris Harris Jr., 
to play coverage underneath. You're going to see a lot of zone coverage. You're going to see some man out of the Broncos scheme. Their, their identity is to send some pressure at the quarterback and keep everything in front of them. But I feel like when you're going against this array of weapons that Derek Carr has, not only in Josh Jacobs, but Antonio Brown, Hunter Renfro, Tyrell Williams, even the tight end. Was it Clive Walford? Isn't he the tight end at this point? No, no, no. Walford, he's, he's been gone now for a while. And Jared Cook was the guy last year. Yep. He's in New Orleans now. Darren Waller. They picked up Darren Waller. Waller. Remember, yes. he was a hard knocks guy. He was the guy who had uh, some addiction issues. He was in Baltimore, and they picked him up off their practice squad. Excited about him because of his athletic ability, but he's got he, he's young, so he's got a lot to prove. And then they got the rookie Foster Moreau behind him out of LSU. Mm. So it's the Darren Waller show right now, but he's got to go out there and prove it. Yeah, and you know, the Broncos have struggled covering tight ends over the last couple of years. The hope is with Vic Fangio, Ed Donatel's style of defense, that they can contain that a little bit. You're going to see, like I mentioned, you're going to see a lot of zone. But there are going to be times where you see, man, they're going to tighten up on on short passing situations. And you got to be able to get hands on a guy like A.B. You want to have a safety over the top. You're going to see the Kareem Jackson. You're going to see Justin Simmons roam the field. You're going to see some nickel packages with inside linebacker. Fifth-round draft pick from this past year, Justin Hollins from the University of Oregon. He's going to be in there on certain sets. Will Parks. You're going to see a lot of different looks from this Broncos defense, but John Gruden knows Derek Carr can't hold on to the the ball too long, which is why his offense is predicated on the quick passing game. So for the Broncos, how do you neutralize a quick passing game? I think the biggest thing you have to do, you have to bring, you have to be physical with the receivers on the outside. If these guys have free spots that they're running to, you know, it's just a catch and throw. It's getting to a spot. It's it's either boxing out. You got a big frame like Tyrell Williams, or if you're quick enough like Antonio Brown, just one step ahead of the defensive back and you're you're good to go. You're off to the races. The Broncos have to figure out how to play tight coverage underneath and to be able to generate pressure not only off the edge with Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, but also sending some interior stunts at him as well on that Raiders offensive line. So you're going to see a lot of different mixing and matching there. Really the question is whether or not Todd Davis is going to start or even play in this game for the Broncos. He had a calf strain at training camp, so the Broncos are monitoring his status very closely. But Q, like I said, this is going to be a fun matchup on paper. Anytime we get a see Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Derek Carr. I mean, Derek Carr looks at this game as a big, big challenge for him. And last year, I mean, he's got some confidence. I mean, the Broncos weren't able to get to him much and sack him. So for them, they're like, hey, we got to get to this guy. That's going to be their game plan. And if they can, you know, the Broncos have a decent chance. But really for the defensive side of the ball, it's eliminating the big play. When you have guys like Antonio Brown who could get to the outside, you cannot allow plays that are 20 plus yards down the field. You got to be able to limit those to maybe five yards, seven yards. You can give up a 15 yard play every once in a while, but you cannot consistently be gashed. And I think we're going to see a disciplined approach with this Broncos defense. It's going to make for an interesting matchup on Monday Night Football. And Q, what a way to kick off this season. Von Miller versus Derek Carr, Antonio Brown, Chris Harris Jr. It's going to be a fun matchup to watch these two uh, units on the the Raiders offense and the Broncos D kind of kick things off for a very, very you know exciting season where the stakes are high. The AFC West could possibly be the toughest division in football this year. Now, we talked a little bit about the Raiders offense and the Broncos defense, but in a minute, we're going to get to the Broncos offense against the Oakland Raiders defense ran down there by Paul Gunther. But before we get into that, I got to tell you about the sponsor of today's show, our good friends over there at my bookie. Now, Q, if you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you take the money, man. <laughs> pick it up. Pick it up. I mean, I could do a lot of things with $100. So I would pick it up. But you know one thing I would do? You know, you got to keep picking up the winners. And, and, you know, why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? I think that's one of the biggest things that we see in fantasy sports. And that's why I go with my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay you when you win. So let's face it. 
where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best bet. Now, do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, you got to bet with my booking. With the Broncos and the Raiders on Monday Night Football coming up, you have a lot of options to choose from. Did you know that you could bet on games after kickoff? Or if by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can just always take the other side, which in my opinion I feel like is a little crazy. But you know what? Smart money talks. And if you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, you could try a parlay. And if all your picks come through, you will multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year to do that. So join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit today. All you got to do is enter promo code LOCKED ON to activate this offer. That's promo code LOCKED ON. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, and you get paid. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. All right, Q, diving into this segment here where we're analyzing the Broncos' offense against the Raiders' defense. Now, one thing we've noticed with Paul Gunther is his defenses have been very aggressive. He'll line up those two inside linebackers, both in the A-gap. They'll show a blitz look. They'll drop back into coverage. They have a variety of things to do. So for the Broncos, you have Joe Flacco, quarterback, Philip Lindsay. You're going to the offensive line of Garrett Bowles, Dalton Reisner, Connor McGovern, and at right guard, Ron Leary, right tackle, Juwan James, Emmanuel Sanders making his return from that Achilles injury, Cortland Sutton and Jeff Hireman at the tight end position, as well as Noah Fant. The Broncos have some weapons this year, but in terms of that, you you know that the Raiders, they're going to look to press or maybe double Emmanuel Sanders, and you're going to play aggressive underneath. You're going to send guys after the quarterback. What can we expect, and who can we expect to maybe keep an eye out for on the Raiders' defensive side of the ball when it comes to going against the Broncos' O? Well, you know, it's going to be interesting because the Raiders defensive line is very, very young outside of Jonathan Hankins. He's the only veteran on that defensive line. I mean, you got Clee Farrell. He was the rookie out of Clemson. Arden Key's on the other side. He's a second year guy out of uh, LSU. And then you have Mo Hurst, the, the second year guy out of Michigan. So you, three out of your four guys are, are uh, either rookies or, or second year guys. So uh, not a lot of experience right there, and that's going to be interesting how they can get some pressure on Joe Flacco because Joe Flacco's not the fleet of foot. He's not going to be the guy that's just going to take off and, and break the pocket and, and you know beat you with his legs. But if you give him time, he could pick you apart. And so I'm very interested to see if Paul Gunther decides to, like you mentioned, he can line those linebackers up in the A-gaps and, and bring them, similar to what he did in the preseason game against Kyler Murray. All of a sudden, he saw Kyler Murray saw all kinds of pressure from Paul Gunther. Now, I don't know if that was just something he was showing against Murray, just to kind of overwhelm him because he was a rookie, but uh, it's something that they may have to implore. They may have to go ahead and, and, and try to do that and, and get that extra pressure because they only had 13 sacks in 2018. That was something that was talked about every single week, every single game the lack of pressure on the quarterback Joe Flacco could pick you apart if you give him time so it's very interesting to see how they decide to bring pressure I know that Paul Gunther likes to bring safety sometimes he's going to have LaMarcus Joyner a lot of times in the nickel he's going to be lined up as the the slot corner that he likes to bring him on pressure have Jonathan Abram the rookie on the back end Uh, it's going to be interesting man it's going to be very very interesting but to me with the defense, it's going to be all about can you get pressure on the quarterback? If you can't get pressure on the quarterback, it could be a very long day 
Philip Lindsay is a hell of a running back, no doubt about that. Uh, he, he showed some real good flashes against the Raiders in 2018. They have to find a way to stop the run as well. And, uh, you know, there's a, now that's where I think Clee Farrell is going to be really good. I think he's going to be really good at stopping the run. I don't think he's a 12 to 13 sack a, a season guy, but I think he's going to be real dominant against the run. So uh, they, they got their work cut out for him, man. I, I, we talked in, in glowing uh, fashion about the Raiders and what they could do offensively, but the key to the season is going to all come on the defensive side. Can they get pressure on the quarterback? Can they stop the run? And uh, what are those corners going to look like on the outside? Garyon Conley starting to come into his own. He's looking pretty good. He's looking like they they made a good decision when they picked him number 24 overall just a few years ago. And, and then on the other side, I have a question. I mean, I do. On the other side, across uh, Garyon Conley, I'm not 100% sure. Is Daryl Worley going to be that dude? At moments in 2018, he was okay, but I'm just not 100% sold on him. I'm really excited to see what the rookie Trayvon Mullen out of Clemson could do. Uh, he's listed as a backup right now on the depth chart, but you know how that goes, man. If he doesn't get it done, you know, he could be in there quick, fast, and in a hurry. And then obviously the rookie Keyshawn Nixon out of South Carolina, he got a lot of love, uh, undrafted free agent. He got a lot of love during the preseason, and uh, it, the, the Raiders are real excited about him. So the, the, the corners and, and the, the defensive line, man, are going to be something I key in a lot on. Vontez Burfitt looks like he's a good fit at the linebacker position. To hear Whitehead, he does his thing. He's really good at that. Uh, he, he was solid in 2018, so I expect he's going to pick up where right where he left off. But uh, Vontez Burfitt is, is a guy that's been able to get the Raiders lined up correctly, get them put where they want to. And Paul Gunther says now he could use his whole playbook. He can use the whole scheme because he has a guy out there in Vontez Burfitt that can direct guys around and say, okay, hey, check into this, check into that. And he could be the quarterback of the defense where he didn't have that last year. So really, man, the front seven, they got a lot of pressure on them. <laughs> they really do. They got a lot of pressure on them to perform. And there's a lot of youth out there. They got a couple of veterans, but you're going to ask a, a lot of young guys to grow up really, really fast. And if they can, the Raiders could have a, a good defense. If they can't, it could be a long season. When we talk about Vontez Burfecht, too, you, you got to look at familiarity with Paul Gunther. That's one thing that stands out there. But one thing I want to ask you a question about is Jonathan Abram. I mean, that guy is a thumper. I mean, Coach Gruden was telling him in practice, you got to stop hitting the quarterback. What are your thoughts on him? I like him. I like him a lot. I think he's a guy that the Raiders really need, uh, a style like him. I mean, if you look at the Raiders, they haven't really had a, a guy with a little bit of swagger on on defense in a long time. I mean, of course they had Charles Woodson, but Charles Woodson was older when when he returned and he really wasn't the the braggadocious, the the out, you know, over the top type dude, even though he was a hell of a player, but he just wasn't that guy. They have a dude now that can kind of walk the walk and be the and and, and talk the talk and, and be that alpha dog on the back end. I'm excited about what he brings. He to me and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, he just looks like a raider. He sounds like a raider. He just he he kind of fits the what a raider is mold. You know, he just He's one of those guys. He's a country boy. He wears cowboy hats. He does country type things. You know, what I mean, it's just he's just that dude. He's his own guy, but he, he just seems like an old, almost a throwback style Raider. And, and I think that they need a guy like that that just has that confidence where it's if he's confident as a rookie, the rest of the team can say, you know what, that dude's got my back. It's all good. I think that he's a a really good, a really good uh, player on that on that back end of that defense. I really think that. He would be a, a perfect like Seattle Seahawk back in the Legion of Boom days. He would have been a perfect one of those guys, too. You know, what I mean, just he just seems like he would have yeah. fit that mold. So if the Raiders could get a dude like that, that could be one of those Seahawk type DBs at the at the back end of that defense. The 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 last uh, the last resort back there, the, the guy, the last uh, layer of defense. I, I, I'm thrilled with him. I, I just now we got to see it. But 
I, I like what he brings, and I, I like the fact that he has no problem going in there hitting. He wants to be around the ball. He's going to try to create turnovers. His hands aren't that great, but he's out there, and he, he's hitting, and he's trying to get around the ball as much as possible. And, and if he's putting out that kind of effort, I just think it's infectious, and the rest of the team is going to do the same thing. Well, I think if I was a betting man with my bookie like I am, I would bet that Philip Lindsay and Jonathan Abram are going to interact a little bit with one another. And I, I guarantee you, because Philip Lindsay, he's a guy that loves contact. He'll lower his shoulder, and and he embraces it. He gets a little chippy. I'm sure these two will be talking. I would love to bet money on that between these guys. But Q, this is a great preview for the Monday Night Football matchup. Broncos at the Raiders. Monday Night Football. The stakes couldn't be higher. AFC West Divisional matchup to kick off this season. And both teams, tough, tough schedules. The uh, the first toughest schedule obviously goes to the Raiders. And then the Broncos have the second toughest schedule behind them. And they kick it off in a very, very hostile atmosphere. You know the 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 black hole is going to be very, very rowdy, given the fact that this could be this is the last time probability that these two teams face at Oakland Coliseum and the mistakes could be higher. Monday night football. So Q, thank you so much for jumping on this locked on NFL crossover show, man. Always fun talking with you. And because you know what? We're in division rivals. We get to do this twice. So man, it's always fun talking with you. Absolutely. And the last time the Raiders and Broncos squared off in the Oakland Coliseum, uh, a lot of fans thought it was going to be the last time then, you know, but this time will definitely be the last time. And so, yeah, it, it should be it should be fun. It should be electric. And again, uh, division rivals. So, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. to uh, kick off the regular season. I'm, I'm excited and uh, I appreciate you and I uh, look forward to talking to you again. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.